6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. I am the only woman other than Elizabeth May to be on this platform in the last 18 years. I'm not very much interested in leading Canada. He announces things and never delivers. You'll perhaps understand that I won't take lessons on caucus management from you. Zero dollars in your fully costed budget means zero commitment. Well, heading into the debates, polls suggested that the Liberals and Conservatives were locked in a dead heat, with the smaller parties poised to determine which of the main parties emerge victorious. The topics covered at last night's English language debate at the Canadian Museum of History in Gatineau, Quebec, included health and the recovery from the pandemic, reconciliation, climate, affordability, and leadership and accountability. Let's take a look at what went down with Dr. Lydia Miljohn, who is a political science professor at the University of Windsor. Dr. Miljohn, welcome back to the show. Nice to be here, Jalen. All right. Okay. Were you torn between actually watching that after the first 20 minutes and switching to the tennis and the football game? What did you think? What were your initial thoughts? It's a, it's a great amount of discipline to watch that, especially since I had actually suffered through the first two French language debates. So it's, and, and I must say, after each of them, you know, once we're an hour in, I'm like, okay, is this done yet? I am like, I. I got other things to do, but yeah, no, I did. I did suffer through the whole thing. What? Yeah. In 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 your thoughts, your overall impression of what went down in those two hours? <sighs> what a disaster! Mm. <laughs> it was such. You know, I don't know what is the problem with the debate commission and how terrible the English language ones are. I mean, the French language official one was wasn't bad especially compared to this one the tvr debate was actually the, the best of, of all three maybe just given that there weren't so many people on the stage but you know i, I from the moderators to this the, the fact that the, the candidates had such little time to to give an answer you know they just start getting into their response and then the moderator would jump in and, and challenge them and it was it was so frustrating because you really you know you can't get a straight answer at the best of times from leaders, but when they can't even finish their sentence, it makes for very difficult decision-making on the part of the electorate. I want to go through uh, the leaders themselves with you here. We know that uh, the Liberal leader, Justin Trudeau, you know, I, I found him a little bit on his heels, but he had a target on his back last night, and he should, as the PM who called the election. You know, he had a couple of good shots, and including, including this one. I am the only woman other than Elizabeth May to be on this platform in the last 18 years. The Liberal Party think, has never had a woman lead I think, it. Ms. I think Paul, it's time for the party to examine I think, its priorities. Ms. Paul, you'll perhaps understand that I won't take lessons on caucus management from you. I, I think what I will keep focused on is making sure that... I thought that was a pretty good comeback at that point. But, I mean, um, Justin Trudeau, I'm not sure if he was able to do any swaying last night. Well, I thought actually that was an awful exchange. You know, I, it didn't make sense to me for um, a leader who's trying to tout his feminist credentials mm -hmm. to have such a cheap shot against Anime Paul. And we all know that the reason why she's had a rough time is because of Justin Trudeau, because he poached one of her MPs. And the fact that he's picking on the Green Party, which has the least amount of seats, kind of smelled a desperation to me. And, and I didn't think that that looked good on him at all. Interesting, interesting. So I uh, wanted to get to 
you, Aaron O'Toole. I thought uh, I thought he he came across. Just my opinion. He, he, we've learned. It seems we've learned more about Aaron O'Toole in the past three and a half or four weeks, and and heard more of him, and maybe got to know him a little bit more than than we had before. Your thoughts on how uh, the Conservative leader did? Uh, this was, you know, his best uh, debate performance of the three that we had. Uh, you know, I think that the, the contrast between Justin Trudeau and Aaron Toole were really stark. Mm. I mean, Justin Trudeau seemed almost manic. He, he was so busy trying to get all his lines out that he spoke really fast. He always tried to interrupt, and it was just kind of frenzied. Where Aaron O'Toole, he got some, you know, he was he was attacked uh, by, by various parties, but he just kept his cool. He was always calm. He was always measured, and I think that, you know, if this is the first time Canadians have has seen him sort of in that debate arena, I think he came across quite well, very poised. Uh, you know, he might not have answered all the questions that people wanted, but in terms, terms of body language and comfortability, um, he seemed comfortable on the stage. He did seem comfortable on the stage. I think I, I wanted uh, a little bit more, maybe uh, a little bit more depth or a little bit more details, but I think that that's all the way around. I'm not sure that any of the leaders were uh, giving up too much depth or too much details on things okay um mr singh again continues to be uh likable take a listen to this zero dollars in your fully costed budget means zero commitment you to getting it done you don't have a fully cost zero dollars but you've shown your evidence with your with your costed you budget you've shown canadians clearly you've got no interest in doing you something you promised no to do in your two platform, years ago mr singh all right, Dr. Miljohn, how about uh, the, the NDP last night? Jagmeet Singh did fairly well. Uh, again, he was he was pretty pointed in his attacks on Justin Trudeau, much less so than on Aaron O'Toole, which I thought was interesting. He, he I think he's really trying to present himself as somebody who's an alternative to the government. Um, I was also surprised that he spent a lot of time actually attacking Anime Paul as mm. well, which didn't make sense to me. So I don't, I'm not sure what his priorities were there, but strategically, you'd think that he would go after Aaron O'Toole a little, little bit harder than he would um, Anime Paul. So it put him in sort of, again, a little bit back foot, a little bit awkward positions where, you know, he's, in, in some respects, and, and I, I thought it was like two or three times, he actually begrudgingly had to agree with Aaron O'Toole. So, I mean, I think he was a effective in attacking Justin Trudeau, but he he didn't do the same kind of job against Aaron O'Toole. Dr. Lydia Miljohn joining me this afternoon and um, Anime Paul, I saw a lot of people thinking that, you know, she may have had the best night uh, on the stage. I mean, um, to me, it... <laughs> At times seemed like she, and, and I, I don't know her, I haven't uh, been around her, I haven't watched a whole lot of her, but she almost seemed at times resigned to be up there, but she was confident and, and I thought she, she handles herself very well. She did, and again, it sort of it, 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 it does seem odd that she was there, and I think she she has been beleaguered throughout mm. the last six months, and so a little bit of that showed yeah. on there. But I think she she as an introduction to Canadians, it was pretty good, and and she was very effective in contrasting her lived experience from that of the other leaders. You know, just a, a, in acknowledging her family members mm -hmm. and her heritage and and her religion. Um, I think it was a good introduction, but it. it it, you know, it, I've seen this online as well. It, it almost seems like we should have two different English language debates. You know, one for the top three or the top 
two um, campaigns or parties sort of who who are really have uh, a hope a, a hope to get um, and a, a really realistic chance to to form government that should be the main debate and then you almost want to have like a secondary debate for for bronze you know like <laughs> the, the gold medal ones versus the bronze because you know both anime Paul and East uh, Francois um, Blanchette really ha- didn't have much place on that stage and no. Blanchette's interventions were like oh, I didn't get enough time it's like no. dude you had <laughs> you had two French language debates. Like, you know, go away. You've you've already admitted you don't want to be prime minister. You're not running for the whole country. And it's sort of beggar's belief that he's even on that stage and demands equal time with everyone else. And, you know, Anime Paul, I I actually have a lot of respect for Mm -hmm. her and and give her full credit for being there. But given the way the polls have been, I mean, the only way she's on there is that they already have some seats and they polled above 4%. Well, now nationally, the PPC is at 11%. You know, why was it? If she's there, you know, why not Maxine Bernie? And then we'd have the whole sort of disaster um, panel that we had in in 2019. So I'd almost think that there should be two separate debates just because it would make it it would it would would allow more time for the contenders to actually explain their policies and answer the questions instead of this you know i think at several points they said to, to justin trudeau you really got five seconds yeah. like, what what can you say in five seconds yeah exactly exactly uh, and in that clip that you or the, the comment from blanchette that you referred to was this one and i think a lot of people after was like well why is he even here i'm not very much interested in leading canada however i am very much interested in making sure that Quebec is entitled to its own vision for the future. Boy, oh boy, <laughs> it was like, oh my <laughs> good, did he just say that? Well, yeah, okay, but it was just, yeah, it was a little mind-boggling at that point. You know, it was like, oh, okay, you know what, I might flip back over to the football game. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. It, it, it's so frustrating because, again, we had two French language debates, yeah. and, and it was all about Quebec and those two, and then again, it's about Quebec. I mean, again, I, I'm from uh, originally from Alberta, and I know how frustrating that is to just hear about Quebec ad nauseum, and then just sort of a p- p- passing um, uh, comment about the oil sector yeah. in Alberta. It's yeah, like, yeah. okay, people, you guys do know how all the bills are being paid, right? Like, <laughs> Does this move the needle at all, do you think, Lydia? The debate in and of themselves don't. I think it's how the campaigns try to capitalize on what they think were, were good things that happened in the debate and sort of amplify um, things that they wanted to bring out in those debates and also just sort of the commentary that we have about yeah. um, the debate for those who didn't give up two hours of their lives to watch that. Um, so this is more about momentum. This is about sort of pushing yeah. the agenda further and we don't have much time. We have just a little over a week left in this campaign. So if things are going to move, they're going to move over the weekend and then we'll we'll see whether or not the the debate changes the momentum. I mean, there's going to be a post-debate bounce for somebody, but can that party sustain it till election day is really the big question. Always great talking with you. Thanks for making the time. Have a great weekend. My pleasure. You too, Jalen. Take care. Dr. Lydia Miljohn joining us this afternoon from the University of uh, Windsor. One more clip I wanted to play uh, for you, and it was um, a back and forth between Aaron O'Toole and Justin Trudeau. Aaron O'Toole accused Trudeau of not delivering. Take a listen. All of the commitments continue to be a priority. He's going to get to the calls to action. He's going to have transparency. He's going to make targets. He announces things and never delivers. That Mr. Is Trudeau, a prime minister has to true. deliver on the word, not just 
fancy words to make promises, a plan to get there. By the way, Mr. O'Toole, I won't uh, take lessons from you on making promises and not following up. When we you, see you you're beholden take a few lessons, to the gun sir. lobby, we're holding to anti-vaxxers. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought uh, Aaron O'Toole had a fairly good night last night. Uh, Mr. Trudeau used that line a, a couple of times. You know, I won't take advice.